This is rumor control. Here are the facts. Welcome to Perfect Organism, the Alien Saga podcast. I am your host, Jamie Prater, and I'm joined by my co-host, Patrick Green. How are you, my friend? I'm good. We're here with another late-breaking news center update to share with people today with some pretty cool developments that have come out about the Fede Alvarez movie. It's very cool, and this is an exciting time in fandom, which, I mean, I believe it's an exciting time in fandom, where you're in this run-up. They're just about to start shooting. We we found out that shooting has been pushed for about a month. That's going to start in four days. Fede Alvarez just posted on his Instagram him or someone making all of this food for the crew, saying that there's a, a long journey ahead. We're very excited about it. I'm sure we're going to see something on Alien Day. And uh, yeah, there's casting news in a synopsis. So I felt like it was a, a good time to cover it briefly. Yeah, so I feel like for for a while, we've known about Kaylee Spaney, of course, being on the cast. And then I think just last week, we heard of that Isabella Merced was going to join. And then just in the last couple of days, we got a whole, you know, dump of new uh, names to add to this list, among them being David Johnson, Archie Renault, Spike Fern, and Eileen Wu. Speaking personally, I, Isabella Marcetta, I have a lot of respect for her. She was amazing in Day of the Soldado, the, the Sicario sequel. I've seen it. Yeah, which, she was good. Yeah. The movie itself is a little uneven. I actually like it quite a bit, but I think she, she stands out amongst some really big cast members in that as a really good performer. And of course, Kaylee Spaney, who was one probably the best part of Pacific Rim Uprising, was also in Devs, which is a show that both she you was. and I adore. And she so, played a, a, a man in Devs, a, a young yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, like a boy, yeah. Um, and I don't think a trans character. I think she was just playing just like a different gender part, yeah. which is really cool. So anyway, all that to say that those are two cast members that you know I had total confidence in. And then we have all these new names that I don't personally recognize from, from anything. Do you? I don't recognize him from anything. Uh, yeah. I, also, I think what's worthy of note is that there were audition tapes posted via Vimeo about a week ago or so. And there were some young African-American men uh, applying for those roles or auditioning for those roles. And a couple of them had noteworthy performances in some uh, network television shows. But other than that, I have no idea who they are. I don't watch network TV. But yeah, I, I like this group of people. I like the diversity of the people. It feels right. They are very young, which I know, based on our Facebook post, is the cause for concern for some people. Um, and I want to talk about that a little bit. They are very young. Yeah. Um, to me, this feels completely great though. I got to say, I mean, for one thing, praise cast was, was quite young. And mm -hmm. I think that that was that very much showed that you can make, you know, it's not like the only example of this, but it's a great example of very serious quote unquote content starring young people. But in addition to that, Fede Alvarez has personally a great track record because don't breathe. Of course he does. It's a very young cast and they are uniformly spectacular in that movie. And the Evil Dead remake, which his co-screenwriter uh, from that is also co-writing co this with him, also a very young cast doing really amazing stuff. I mean, that's a crazy movie, but they do a really good job with it. So, I, I mean, I, to me, I don't see anything strange about it. Um, I, I, I honestly think it's exciting. I think it'd be great to get new blood and to get a new perspective. You know, when we look back at the Alien films, of course, Sigourney Weaver was 29, 30, you know, for the first film coming out. Um mostly this has been the work of middle-aged people in these mm -hmm. movies, you know, mm -hmm. which is, which is kind of what you expect, you know, cause those are mm -hmm. typically bankable established names. And even though we've had a, a pretty good diversity of casts, like, you know, we have people like Michael Fassbender kind of leading, you know, people in their late thirties and forties and et cetera. It's nice to have a lot of unknowns. It's nice to not know who people are yet. Um, and it reminds me of, you know, 
other films I think that have done a really great job, like Star Wars, for example, mm-hmm. did a great job of having a lot of people no one had ever heard of before. So yeah. you know, I'm not saying there's going to be like a New Hope, but hey, I got hope. And for everyone it, in know. a New Hope, I mean, uh, Harrison Ford was 33, 34 in a New Hope, but you know, Mark Hamill was in his 20s. Carrie Fisher was in her 20s. Yeah, everyone exactly. was fairly, fairly young. Now, uh, the only so there has been a lot of negativity about the the youth of the cast. I don't want to engage any of that. Um, there's a lot of people saying this is Disney being woke and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And I think ultimately that's bullshit. I think what this comes down to are a couple of things. The synergy and the rapport of the cast, how well they know each other, and how believable they are as comrades or as people who live together i don't i think they're in some type of colony so the synopsis is essentially a group of young people on a planet far away engage the scariest beast of all time essentially that's that's i, I didn't re- obviously read <laughs> that, that verbatim it was completely accurate but the like none of the words were the same but every <laughs> sentence meant, it meant the same thing yeah. yeah uh so my concern or my hope for this film is that again, these amazing actors, which I'm sure that they are in their own right, come together and give believable performance. But beside that, or aside from that, or with that, I want their dialogue to be really real. And if you don't know how people speak, if you don't know how real people speak, then you go to a, a, a coffee shop and you sit down and you listen to the workers. You go to a truck stop and you sit down and you listen to them talk. You go to places where actual people who live in a real world speak and i miss that from the alien films i think it was a little bit better in alien covenant but it wasn't it still wasn't that great they weren't really that believable there was a moment certainly in the first 45 minutes which i think was great we feel it feels a little bit more akin to alien but i'm going into this hoping that alvarez and his writer or co-writer really knocked this dialogue out of the park and it's not the dialogue of gen y gen z people in 2022 it's the dialogue of whatever generation that would be in 2172 2180 whatever year this is going to be set in that they are believable that that it doesn't feel new that it feels lived in that it has that cassette futurism we do know that this is going to be more of a funky 70s sci-fi picture um we do know that uh they're approaching this using alien as the template and we're really really excited about it uh i i don't uh i yeah uh, i i don't like the the name romulus i i think it, there's too many too much ties to star trek and i don't like the name renaissance and i'll just leave that there i think that uh this film should be something like alien outland alien survival i'm not just saying that because i wrote a script called alien survival. <laughs> i did but something ominous romulus and renaissance don't sound ominous they sound something like something completely di- divorced from the alien world but th- those are my own little nitpicks so that's where i'm at right now yeah i mean it's it's hard because we don't know anything about anything so it's like you know we I, I think what's interesting is that we end up with like christian pointed out on our last episode uh a little bit of a rorschach test you know we, we just did an episode that you're going to hear soon uh, next week on the Blomkamp film. We're kicking off a little mini series on that. And there's another example of a film that in that case was never made. And who nobody really knows how much of it ever got put together in the first place, but it makes sense to reason that there's at least a story treatment, if not some kind of the you know bones of a script or the starting point of a, of a script. 
and uh, and into that un unrealized project, you know, we all put our own fears and our own reservations and our own proclivities and tastes into what we think it could have been. This is the same thing, but kind of a bizarro version of it. And that this is a movie that doesn't exist yet, but it is being made in a matter of days. It's going to start. So like this thing is happening. This cast is real. This is not just Neil Blomkamp tweeting pictures out two years after the fact. Like this is actually happening. Or so now a Noah Hawley show. Oh, we're making this series. Are you? Is. Are you? Are you, Jan? Are you really? <laughs> yeah, sure, Jan. Yeah, nobody knows where that is, but I do think it's going to happen. But going back to to the to the Fede Alvarez film, like we're in a position now where we're kind of having to do the same thing with the Blomkamp, where like we're it's becoming clear the things that we're concerned about because we don't have anything to like, you know, assuage those concerns yet. We just have this kind of like looming thing in the future that we're all going towards. Um, but I got to say, Don't Breathe to me is is such a high watermark for contemporary horror, cin horror cinema. I think it's a great movie. And I think the dialogue is so naturalistic in that. And the and the cast is so believable. And that was a cast who, although have they've since become more prominent uh, at the time, I, I didn't know any of them. And that's a great example of like a young cast of like 21, 23 year olds or something doing something um, really extraordinary and naturalistic and lived in and, you know, believable. And I think that's what we're getting here. I have to say from a casting perspective, I almost always prefer shows that have like nice, deep rosters of people I've never heard of before, because I think it speaks to, to them actually casting it as opposed to just giving scripts to people they want to be on the show to get, you know, draws for it. Um, that's a lot of the time where great ensembles come from. You know, look at the ensemble that was in Aliens, you know, like there were some established character actors in there and there was Michael Bean um, and obviously Scorny Weaver. But like by by and large, like those were people who had kind of kicked around different projects and hadn't really hit the mainstream. And um, that's part of why they were so successful is, is there wasn't this kind of weird pecking order for the shoot, you know. Mm. And um, so, yeah, I, I, I could 100% see this happening for this movie. And I think in terms of, you know, I, I, being afraid of them being young, um, I definitely like hear and validate those concerns that people have. But I think it's important when you feel that way about something to like investigate some of the reasons why and to realize that like you're not the filmmaker or the casting director or anybody doing anything on the movie. So like you don't have access to any information about it other than what we all see at the same time. So like it's a matter of having faith in this thing or not. And uh, and I, I'm, I have faith in it. I think it could be really, really cool. And we'll see, you know, either way. Agreed. And I have faith in Fede as well. I have not seen a bad film from him. Uh, I think everything he's done, even The Girl in the Spider's Web. And I know that's that's a film that didn't get critically praised. And I don't even know what the audience score, but it was a film that I really loved. A film that was gorgeous, was well acted. It was mysterious. It was immersive. Uh, the score was great. Like I watched that film. I'm like, and I came out of it thinking, wow, this was really great. I have faith in Fede Alvarez. I have faith that he knows what he's doing. Um, in terms of the, yes, I, I can validate and understand some of the caution behind a really young cast. At the same time, we've had an older cast for both Alien Covenant and Prometheus. And look where that's got us. Not far. Like it's less to do about the cast and more yeah. about the writing and the acting. And at the end of the day, that's what we're going to remember. If the story is good and it's well acted, um, we're not going to care how young the cast is. Uh, I also hope that with the delay in filming, because again, they were supposed to start on February 6th, it got pushed for whatever reason to March 9th, which is in four days. I hope that time this month 
they've kept the cast together like they did with Alien to really get along, with, to really get to know each other more, to really find out who they are and incorporate their characters into their into that whole uh, time that they've had together as actors so that we can see it on camera. The, the tension and the rapport between Parker and Ripley is real, in part because they spent so much time together and as we just posted not that long ago via our Facebook page, Yafet Koto was, he was persuaded by Ridley Scott to give Sigourney a hard time, to be a little, bit a little antagonistic. Yeah, antagonistic. So that it would show up in the film. And it really, really did, especially in that famous scene. Are you listening to me, Parker? Shut up. And Parker's kind of talking over her and he's doing that a lot, which you can tell is aggravating Sigourney Weaver, yeah. the person more than, and probably certainly <laughs> Ripley, the character. Um, so I really hope that Fede has, has taken the time to let these actors really get to know one another. And it's really, it's really palpable on set. And again, I don't have any trouble with their age. Um, but I also think like, if you go to Netflix and other, and other streamers, there's a lot of like 20 somethings cast. And it, sometimes it feels like they do it just because that's the thing to do as opposed to the right thing to do for the project. It doesn't matter who you cast in a film. If it's well-written and well-acted and well-directed, we're going to love it. And sometimes when a young cast is made, it just kind of feels like, but man, the people who are paying for these services, paying for streaming, going to movies, they're not all 23-year-olds. This isn't your only demographic. Um, so I get that concern. And some of it feels like pandering. I don't feel that with this at all. Uh, and I also hope that there are some a couple of older people in this as well. And they're not all 20-somethings. I also know that... Um, the actor who is going to be in the next Indiana Jones film, I can't remember her name right now, who is his goddaughter. She's in another show called, is it The Marvels? I don't remember. Do you remember her name? Uh, no, I don't I don't know. Anyways, I've heard that she was cast as a droid, possibly, in this Fede Alvarez film. She's in her 30s, so we'll see how that goes. Aside from that, I'm excited, and I know, I, I can't even imagine what it's like being over in Budapest right now for all of these people and Fede and all of the crew and the actors making the first alien film since Ridley Scott's Alien Covenant. It's going to be an exciting time. I think this is going to be awesome. I'm, yep. I'm very, I'm very optimistic about it. I am too. I'm excited. And I know fandom at large is really excited as well. And to those of you who are listening, who might be working on alien Romulus or whatever it's going to be called, don't call it Romulus or Renaissance. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you see some negativity, I think just remember that the fandom of the alien fandom has been through a lot and it's been through a lot of disappointment. So a lot of it, you, you just kind of see people who don't want to be disappointed anymore. And sometimes their reaction is to blow things off or to discard them or to criticize them. And I've been there myself. So, but with that said, we're excited. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Thank you guys. Thank you.